Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarkin speaks here. Jared and Bob coming at you. Uh, I guess so. Out of the gate here, um, I got an interesting story to lead with. Um, I was going to go a little bit of football, but that's that's fine. We we can skip over football. Um, so the other day, as as I do countlessly on this show, uh, when I give out endless shout outs to Roka News. I mean, if you don't if you don't use their app by now. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You should. I mean, I plug them enough. There's so many free ads on this show. Um, but they're great. Just go check it out. Download the app, Roka News. They're fantastic. They're the closest thing you're going to get to real news in this day and age, non-bias, yada, yada, whatever. Okay, cool. Covered the bases, gave them the free plug. Um, I saw this the other day, and I thought this was super interesting. So there is uh, a company... Does it say in the article? I don't think it says what company it is, but there was a study that was just run and published in Nature magazine um, following the implanting of brain chips in uh, patients that have uh, cognitive disability due to TBI. So anybody that's not familiar with what TBI is, it stands for traumatic brain injury. So it could be anything from um, many, many concussions over the years to uh, someone took a really bad fall. They were in a car accident. Uh, a lot of military vets deal with TBIs, right, from the concussion effect of you know, explosions and fucking grenades and rocket launchers and weaponry and things like that and and the like. Um, so according to this study, about 5 million Americans suffer from moderate to severe TBI. So that's when shit gets really bad. Um, and moderate to severe is when it starts to impair memory, cognitive abilities, and then also energy levels. Um, so in the most severe of cases, patients can be left with permanent disability. Um, you know, like I said, whatever, whatever it's caused by all that. So in this study that was published by Nature Medicine, did I say Nature Magazine? It's Nature, <laughs> Nature Medicine. <laughs> um, they have discovered that these particular brain implants had significantly restored cognitive function in severe TBI patients. So the study only followed five people, which immediately, right out of the gate, everyone that's familiar with science and studies would be like, oh, N equals five. It's not big enough. Oh, you can't draw any conclusions. Uh, fuck off. I, I don't care. I'm not having this, that argument with you. I recognize there's only five people. But there's five patients that had severe TBI. Uh, they ranged in age of 22 to 60. And they had all recovered from a coma at one point or another that was caused from a TBI. So their TBI was so bad that it knocked them into a coma. And these five people were able to recover and come out of that, albeit with some sort of brain injury, right? And disability considered severe. Um, the patients varied with their struggles, uh, but struggled to con mostly concentrate, remember things and stay alert. Um, so one of the professors in a, in a study, which is run by Stanford, um, said that in these patients, the pathways in the brain are largely still intact, but it's almost as if everything has been downregulated. Like if you hit the dimmer switch on a room light, right? Like the lights are still there, they still work, 
but they don't hit full power. So during the study, researchers surgically implanted into the patient's brains devices that were designed to stimulate the damaged parts of the brain. The devices were turned on for 12 hours a day for 90 days. Uh, and then over that period, the patients were asked to complete a test, uh, a complete a test of mental processing speed. Geez, I could probably use one of those chips right now. So after the 90 days, here's the results, right? This is what everyone wants to see. Uh, after 90 days, the patients had improved their speeds on the test by an average of 32%. And for anyone that's like, oh, it doesn't seem that much. The researchers hypothesized and hoped, they were hoping for a 10% increase. So these neurologists, right? These people that do this for their job, they're scientific researchers. They were hoping that they were going to see a 10% increase in cognitive ability and speed. There was a 32% increase. So patients also reported qualitative improvements, right? So that's anyone real quick for qualitative, quantitative, right? Qualitative is like a little bit more, That it's kind of more subjective. Quantitative is numbers-based. Um, so qualitative improvements, right, such as the restored ability to read, play video games, and concentrate on homework. Three weeks after one of the patients had their implant turned off following the study, their performance declined by 34%. So basically, I, I don't, I would, I would think because of math, it didn't go back to what it was pre-implant, right? Because if something increases 32% and then it drops 34% of that new number, it's not to the original number. It's still above the original number. It's just 34% lower than the higher number, right? Does that make sense? Does that sound right? Could be. Yeah. So... Right, because like if you start out at one hundred percent to keep numbers simple, and you increase thirty two percent, that's one hundred and thirty two, and if you decrease thirty four percent after that, uh, one thirty two times thirty four percent is forty five. One thirty two minus forty five. Nope, that's eighty seven. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So, so that is uh, that is significantly lower than the original ability. Well, the only thing though. Uh, that specific person, they could have improved by more than thirty-two percent. True, that's fair. Yeah, thirty-two. Was, I'm also, I'm, I'm also, I'm guessing they probably just reverted right back. Yeah, that's I probably fair. See, I guess they theoretically could have got worse because implanting a chip in the brain would be traumatic in a way. Yeah. So the kicker here for me, which they, which Roca included, is some of the patients resisted having the implants turned off when the trial ended. <laughs> I mean, would you? Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, these people are like, "Nah, man, you're not going to turn the shit off. I'm going to keep living this way because it's it's better." Yeah. Which kind of the the whole story in and of itself was kind of like a little bit of a segue into the whole like brain chip Neuralink, right? We've talked about Neuralink before, Elon Musk's um, company and that whole thing. Um, trying to put, you know, 
chips into people's brains and increase their cognitive performance and things like that. So I think this is super interesting, right? And I think this is a step in that direction that we now have shown that these chips work, right? Um, and they work so good that the people that were just doing it for, as part of a study were like, nah, man, you're not turning this off. You're leaving this on in my brain because I like it too much. So I don't know. I, at what point, like, at what point do people start to say kind of what are we doing here type of thing when it becomes ready for commercial use, right? Cause that's the whole shtick with the, with Neuralink is it's what well, Elon Musk has said that he wants to initially use the company to do things like restore eyesight to blind people and restore limb movement to people that are, you know, paraplegic, quadriplegic or whatever. Like he wants to like, it, like fix the, neurological issues for people that are neurologically impaired, but eventually it'll be available for commercial use. And like, what the fuck do you do then? Like, what are you supposed to do then? Right? Because obviously like most things, it's going to be retardedly expensive. So it's going to be restricted to the richest people who are going to be able to afford it. But if they can afford it, and have the procedure done and now essentially be like superhumans, right? You're super, you have a, a super cognitive ability. Now the people that already have all the money now have all the brains too. So obviously more research is needed, but it did. I thought it sounded a lot like in this preliminary one, we're taking people who have decreased function and increasing that function. Right. So I don't, again, based off what we know now, I don't see how it goes above and beyond. Like it should just get it back to normal, right? I mean, theoretically, if they can write uh, Yeah. With what we know right now, like you said, yeah, we may not know a way to increase, you know, uh, baseline to a, above average, right? And, and superhuman. Yeah. But we could probably figure it out in the next 10 to 20 years. Fine. Why not? Yeah, but like, then what? what do you do? Like, what are, like, you and I, right? Like, we're just fucking bum peons, right? Like, just just regular old people that live every day that can't afford, you know, a $500,000 surgery to implant a brain chip to make your brain, you know, a super processor. Like now what? We have to somehow compete with these people? Compete with them in what? I don't know. Life? I mean, there's people that are way smarter than me now. Right. I seem to be getting by just fine. That's a fair point. That's what I mean. Like, like that's like, dude, there's geniuses everywhere. Like there's like, you have all the people that are creating this. You have all the people that work at NASA, the, you know, 
all the most brilliant like mathematician mathematicians scientists like all that stuff like people that can pronounce mathematician <laughs> that's what i mean is like i'm already an idiot <laughs> yeah so what it'll just be like more people fine and i'm not going to sit here and be like oh well you know it's not fair it's like life ain't fair right right well i guess what what would happen too is it would kind of create almost like a um in a way potentially like a, a further class divide right like right now obviously there's an economic divide but the economic divide between people right even just to use across the world right it's not necessarily driven by intellect right like there's a lot of dumb people that are pretty fucking rich right the lucky sperm club if if you will um now that and i guess that's the difference kind of between like new money and old money right like new money typically those people tend to be pretty smart right like gary v say what you want about him as a fucking you know a video producer and you know social media presence whatever he's a smart fucking guy right like he didn't make all of his money by being fucking stupid um you know some people just get really lucky <laughs> you know the, like i said the, the the lucky sperm club right like uh I don't know. I'm trying to think of a rich person's kid. Uh, Mark Davis. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al Davis's son, right? From the uh, the owner of the former Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. Mark Davis, perfect example. I don't think he's very intelligent. Um, no, he's never had to be either. But his dad was uber rich and owned the Oakland Raiders. And now he is worth billions of dollars because he owns the Vegas Raiders. Right. So like those people exist. Um, but I think a lot of people, right? Like The Rock, again, say what you want about The Rock and all of his shit, right? He's a smart fucking guy. He didn't become a billionaire. I think he's a billionaire. If if not, he's really close. Um, he didn't become super fucking rich and famous and powerful because he's dumb. Right. So like, yes, they I, I know. A lot of times the the money, fame, and power follows with intellect, but it's not across the board, right? It's more of like a trend, not a uh a law, right? It's not like a law of physics where like it happens all the time. But with this chip, right, Mark Davis could become really fucking smart. So it would just it it would basically mean that really rich. And super intelligent would almost become synonymous. And like, I truthfully, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. The other thing though is, and this, this is, you know, as selfish as it gets, <clears throat> this is not going to be my problem at any point in my life, because in order for this to get through the first stage is it needs to get approved and all that and available for people with brain injuries. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there needs to somehow get away where you can not only can it work if you don't have an injury, but it's not only able to take like a fully functioning brain, 
which I don't even know what that even is because mine definitely doesn't function. So if think you have of how fully, much better it could function if you had a brain chip, though. Yeah, we don't know that. Like, so right now, where it stands, that doesn't exist. We only know that people with a brain injury can improve the damaged areas. Right. So right now, we don't know if if there is no damage, will it enhance anything? We have no clue. Right. So not only do we need to get to the point where those with in with damage can get these things to get back to what would be baseline function, then we need the technology to enhance healthy tissue. And then it needs to get approved and be legal like that. That's something that can happen. Yeah. And then because it because it can't be black market because like right now you could argue it's like, oh, well, the only way to make yourself superhuman is like take fucking steroids. And it's like you can, but it doesn't require surgery like this requires like neurosurgery. So if it ever gets approved and the neurosurgeons can't provide surgery, you can't just go to the fucking back alley Right. With like, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Nick Riviera. Hey, everybody! Get, yeah, like, so we are like so far away from like this superhuman thing that like I won't be alive when that would ever be an issue. In the world, um, I think it'll come during our lifetime. It, I'd say we're. If I had to guess, right, know, not knowing anything. Just being an uninformed idiot on this. If I had to guess, I would say we're probably at least 30 years away from commercial use. Because we're probably within the next five years, we'll get to the point where we see um, approval, some like initial approvals for the 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 disability use, right? Right. And then it'll probably take, you know, another five to 10 years for that to become a little bit more mainstream. And then maybe another 10 years after that for them to develop the the gen pop version, right? The the enhancement. And then another five to 10 years after that. So you're looking at five to 10 and 10 and another five to 10. So like roughly 30 years, I think we're away from, uh, you know, a, a gen pop smart chip (laughs) i think that's an optimistic timeline it seems that that seems fast because but it's already here right this isn't like back in like the 1960s when they were like oh in the year 2000 they're gonna have flying cars flying cars no no no. they're doing they're doing studies right now with the brain chips and it's working like it exists already and they're already doing it it's just not FDA approved yet. Yeah, and that's the problem. They've only done it with five people. Well, this we one particular that we study, know of. Neuralink is doing it itself. So this this article that, that they were talking about is not Neuralink. It's a different. It's a different company. So Neuralink is also doing it right. And whoever this, it sounds. Like, I think it was from Stanford, like a group of researchers from Stanford. Um. So you have private institutions, right? Like a Stanford, and you have. Or is that, yeah, that's a private institution. But then you also have a private for-profit business like a Neuralink that are all doing this at the same time. So there's going to be more progress made. There's going to be more 
studies that come out. And then eventually, that's why I mean, like, I think it's going to take five to 10 years for, I think we're five to 10 years away from like approve, like FDA approval for disability use, right? Because it's here. It exists. Like I said, it's, yes. it's, it's not the flying car thing because it's almost 2030 and we still don't have flying cars. <laughs> no. And we're not even close. Plus, do we even want one? No, I think they're fucking dumb. You're just adding more vectors. You're adding more vectors of movement for people to be retarded. Yeah. Think about how bad people, people are at driving cars. when they can only move four directions. And we've been right? doing it for 100 Forward, years. Forward, backward, left, and right. Those are your four directions that you can move when you're in a car. If you now add up and down a whole, like, no, people are already fucking dumb. We don't need to give them more options to move their vehicle that they suck at driving. So um, I'm all good with the whole flying car thing but brain chips are here and they're coming yeah it seems uh i don't know i just hope i hope we don't have to deal with it because again it's like people are too stupid to deserve such things <laughs> but what if that fixed the stupidity problem it won't no, it won't because just because you can get – just because you can increase brain function doesn't mean that you're going to make people smarter. Think about it. Um, yeah, I mean we don't know. No, we don't know. Any, well, th th that's the thing. We don't know I, anything. I, d I don't know what part of the brain is constituted with common sense. If I had to guess, I would say it's probably like the frontal lobe because that's where like higher level – thought kind of lives but well no it's it's the same idea so it's the same thing as like there are people with high brain function like there has to be like like you ever like sit there and wonder where do people come up with this shit that person oh, yeah. has to have high brain activity and they just don't use it towards yeah. anything productive where it's like it's in, you know, it's the same thing too. Like someone could have like super, super high brain function, but they grew up in the wrong place and they just like, they're just like a really talented drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They become the most successful fucking drug dealer ever. But it, and then it's like, okay, it's like that dude, that person's like a genius. Right. Because it can happen. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say I don't I don't know Pablo Escobar's IQ off the top of my head. Probably but I would high. say it's probably pretty fucking high. Um so that's the thing, is like just because it because that's the other thing too, is like right now it's just brain activity. If you don't if you don't take your brain activity and put it towards something productive, you don't get smarter. Right. Or you just like end up being like you know, to use the fitness world, you're one of those people that just comes out with all this crazy ass shit like fucking Joel Seedman. And it's like, <laughs> man, like your brain's got to be going crazy, but like you are not doing anything productive with it. Like, why would you like, why, like, like, especially like, why would you deadlift with a fucking safety squat bar like around your neck? 
Yeah, that's just fucking stupid. It is stupid, but like it takes a certain level of brain activity to come up with that. Like you can't come up with shit like that without thinking of it. Yeah. And it's like again, like how do like it's almost like anytime you ask, like how does how the fuck did they come up with that shit? Well, there's two different kinds of intelligence, right? There's the I mean, we like, you know, to dumb it down to layman's terms, right? There's book smart and then there's common sense smart or like practical smart, however you want to say it, right? Like someone can sit there and like go through a book and be like, oh yeah, no, this is what it is. Or like someone can just come up with an idea that is phenomenal. That someone that, you know, is very book smart wouldn't have the ability to like think outside the box, right? There's there's linear thinkers and then there's like abstract thinkers, I think is a good way to put it. Um, and you can have high levels in either. I, I don't think it's common. I'm sure it exists, but I don't think it's common for someone to be high functioning in both, right? Like I don't think you find a, a high functioning linear thinker that is also really good at thinking outside the box, right? Like a high functioning linear thinker to me would be like an engineer or like an accountant or something like that. Like people that are linear thinkers, right? Like A equals B, like this is how it works. But then like your abstract thinker is going to be like your philosopher. Like that's your Socrates or your fucking, um, I don't know, people that write books, right? Like they come up, whether it's nonfiction or fiction, I don't think it really matters. I think you need a got a little bit of an abstract mind to do either of those. Um, right. But it's like, typically, you know, an engineer isn't going to write the best-selling nonfiction book, right. Or fiction book, sorry. You know, like, uh, um, what the fuck is her name? Harry Potter lady. Rowling. I can't think of her name. JK Rowling. She ain't an engineer. Right. I'm sure if you if you drop down some like math problems for her, she'd probably have I don't know her, but she probably would struggle at some things that like, you know, a civil engineer would be like, oh, yeah, no, that's fucking easy. Why don't you know that you're an idiot? But the civil engineer isn't going to come up with Harry Potter. (laughs) No, but and it's like the other thing, you know, with this stuff, like sometimes. Sometimes intelligence intelligence is like learned. Right. You don't but, just. Oh, so you don't yeah, just... that's the other thing. Both of them are very smart too. Like I would say that J.K. Rowling and us, just a general civil engineer, are both intelligent people. Right. Right. The one is not any smarter than the other, but they're just different kinds of smart. Right, and that's the other thing too. Is none of that has anything to do with actual. Well, I mean, it has a lot to do with actual brain function, but just because you have a functioning brain or functioning at a high level doesn't mean you're going to do any of this stuff. Yeah, you could just be a fucking loser. Like, here's the thing. Give Mark Davis a fucking brain chip. Yeah. That yeah. The, which because this doesn't exist yet. I mean, actually, it probably he probably does have fucking brain damage, but <laughs> give him a brain chip. Is he all of a sudden going to come up with like the like some type of like scientific the cure to cancer right no one's thought of yeah no probably not no so that's the other part too is like especially if someone's older giving them more brain function it might not change anything 
because it depends on what they're doing too. Like, so let's actually, let's go back to account. Let's make fun of accountants right now. <laughs> Most of the time, accountants like CPAs, they are just plugging a formula. Mm -hmm. That's it. So they might be able to work faster. They might be able to work clearer. They're not going to get any smarter in accounting because accounting is math. It's right. Fill in the formula. Yeah. Y equals MX plus B regardless of whether or not you have a 87 IQ or a 130 IQ. Like right. the equation is the equation. That's it. So again, like you might be able to work faster or you might like have less distractions, but you can't be any smarter of an accountant with more brain function because there's no room to improve on. Right. And then if you're an author, yeah, you might get a little more creative. You might be able to write better stories. But like you're not going to be any smarter from that. So that that's why it's like the only people that you would really run into trouble with is like <clears throat> certain scientists game show contestants <laughs> if it no, increases you... your ability to recall facts and memories you that'd be like cheating that's cheating if you go on like who well I, who wants to be a millionaire doesn't exist anymore but if you went on like jeopardy or any of those game shows the ability to recall and like improve your memory that would be cheating yeah, but you could also, I mean, they don't do it because it's probably not good for TV. You could just trot an <clears throat> autistic person out there and be oh fine God. too. Like it would be the same thing. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> Instead of the Jeopardy like champions and they do like college Jeopardy and they do celebrity Jeopardy, we should do autistic Jeopardy. Yeah, you have to beat an autistic person. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking incredible. <laughs> I would watch that. I would, I would, I would watch that just to see like normal people get crushed. Yeah, that that would be the entertaining part to me. The issue there, though, is um, oh, that o sucks. Outside of exploit exploitation, um, well, yeah, but typically, like, isn't people with autism more focused on one thing? Right. So like in the, in Jeopardy, right, like maybe someone's autistic superpower is that they remember dates of everything. Right. They know this date of everything. But then if you ask them like questions about like sports and sports, get they don't know it. Yeah, they 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 usually are specialized. Right. But. I'd still like to think. That someone that like. <clears throat> Because Jeopardy is mostly like, again, I don't know it now, but it's mostly like history, geography, like social study. Like it's most like that realm. Yeah, there's some more pop culture in it. In yeah, but that, I mean, that, like that's current stuff. So like if you're paying attention, fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know what type of person you would take. But that's the thing is like they're never going to ask you like about you know, finding the slope of this graph. It's right. too hard. Right. Or they're never going to ask you about like planning a city. It's too specialized. Right. I, 
I'd like to see it. <laughs> I would too. I would watch. And the that's because I, I have full faith that the autistic people would come out on top. <laughs> I'm not looking for the, I'm not looking for the autistic people to get like embarrassed or anything. I, I truly think it would be hysterical watching your Jeopardy champ loses to like an average autistic person. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the people that have been successful on Jeopardy are on the spectrum. Probably in some level of the spectrum. Yeah. 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 Cause how else do you remember all that shit? Right. Yeah. How do you remember King Clovis from the fucking French dynasty in the 1600s? Right. Like, well, you have a friend that named, <laughs> yeah, named your buddy's brother yes. after him. That's how you do it. Yeah. Well, like random shit like that. Like, you know, or something from Beethoven's Ninth Symphony or whatever the fuck. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I have no fucking idea. These people do. So, I don't know. I guess I'm less concerned about brain chips now, though. So that's cool. Yeah, again, it's like one of those things. Because you hear people talk and they don't they don't put the context to it like you did. They're just like, oh, brain chips make people smart they don't yeah they increase activity that's it right right until they figure out a way to actually make people smarter right maybe 30 years from now they have a different kind of brain chip they have the smart chip right that yeah or you get it in someone early enough and then they figure it out but like dude doc ock ain't showing up here like The Green Goblin isn't going to be like running the town. Right, right. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, speaking of um, brain chips and people being fucking autistic and dumb and whatever, uh, not not that autistic people are dumb, but I just, it was, there was a comma. (laughs) <laughs> there was a comma in that. Um, people being fucking stupid. Hunter Biden. Have you heard any of the shit that's going on with him right now? No. Generally, I don't give a fuck about this guy because all people like to do is bitch about him. So they're finally moving forward with criminal charges against him. For what? Drugs? Tax fraud or tax evasion. I never know the difference. Well, I do know the difference between them, but I never can remember who gets charged with what. But I think it's tax evasion. I think because tax evasion is you haven't paid your taxes or you've lied about it. And then tax fraud is you've frauded, you know, you've whatever you claimed things that weren't deductible and you cooked the books. Right. And you got and you got caught. (laughs) That's tax fraud. Um but I think they I think they're they're trying him for tax evasion. So not paying him. Yeah. And they found out that. So I actually listened to uh, I'm like halfway through the latest episode of the Tim Dillon podcast, and he was talking about it. And it was fucking hilarious, by the way. I love Tim Dillon. Um, and <laughs> he was going through saying that in one year. He spent $800,000 on effectively crack and strippers. <laughs> sounds like a good time. Yeah. It sounds like a fucking wild time. 
Um, but there's a ton of they they have these like trails of, you know, this is the this is the amount of money that he owes, and then they have that amount of money is like ATM withdrawals that he had in like a year, right? So like if he owed eight hundred thousand dollars for one year, he had eight hundred thousand dollars worth of ATM withdrawals in the year or so the, you know, numbers being close. Right. And it's like, Oh, well, what are you doing? Taking out that much money at an ATM? Like you're, you're spending it on fucking drugs and prostitutes. Right. We know that he does drugs and prostitutes because he videos himself (laughs) in those situations. There's multiple videos that exist on the internet that he Basically, videos himself uh, banging prostitutes and smoking crack. But how do we know it's him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you get his fingerprints? So, you know, I think this is the first step in getting rid of Joe Biden, right? I think so. If you want to, if you want to put, allow me to put on my tinfoil hat, right? If you want to get really, please cons- do conspiratorial about it what i think what i would imagine kind of went down was people in the dnc are seeing the polling numbers right that are saying uh if the race were today trump would beat biden right that's according to most polls trump is polling higher oh slightly right and we're talking like 34 percent to like 31 percent but still losing right and you have all like the you know the cognitive issues and what have you all that stuff the whatever you want to pull in there i think people in the dnc kind of were like i don't think we can fucking run this guy so i think they went to him and they were like joe thank you for your service it was great you know you beat trump in 2020 i don't think you can do it again in 2024, I think we're going to go in a different direction. And him being old and senile was like, well, fuck you. I'm the president of the United States. I can do whatever I want. I got another term available to me. Why aren't, why wouldn't I run? When's the last time an incumbent didn't run? Probably, you know, he probably got all fucking ornery and old because he's old and that's what he does. He gets angry at people for no reason. And so the DNC was like, well, fuck, we got to get rid of this guy now. So they're like, well, the easiest fucking target is his crackhead prostitute banging son. So let's get him. And then what state do you think is trying him for tax evasion? I only imagine it's got to be California. It is California. What do we know about California? Our guy. Who's the governor of California? Gavin Newsom. Who appoints the DA and all of the people that, you know, or not the, yeah, not the DA, that's a district attorney, the, um, the, the AG, the attorney general who appoints the attorney general for the state of California, the governor, Gavin Newsom, he's going to be the one that's going after not, not Newsom, but the, whoever the AG is. So it's like all of these little things are tied in there that if you want to look at it and draw a conspiracy from it, 
it's not far-fetched, right? Is it true? I have no fucking idea, but it's a fun game to play, right? That, you know, the, again, it's always the people behind the curtain, right? The people, the real people in power pulling the strings, whether that's the DNC or it's the, the military industrial complex, whomever it might be. It's probably the military industrial complex and the pharmaceutical companies that go to the DNC and the RNC and tell them what to do. They're they're the you know they're they're playing both sides because they always come out on top. Um, but they probably went to the DNC and was like, "We got to get Joe out of there because he's going to fucking lose," and he didn't want to do it. So now they're going to go after Hunter, and they're going to try him in the state of California with an appointee or by the appointee of Gavin Newsom, who potentially could replace Biden as the the candidate, as the Democratic candidate for the presidency. How's that for a fucking TV show? (laughs) Decent, decent script. (laughs) Like, if that doesn't sound like something out of fucking House of Cards, like, I don't know what does. (laughs) But that's where we're at. So a lot of people are saying, right, they're prognosticating, if you will, that once they start digging into Hunter's finances, they're going to be able to uh, discover like, you know, information and things that tie both him and Joe to foreign governments and foreign entities and things like that, which would potentially um prove some sort of corruption right which would then either you know cuz i don't know how long this whole process is going to take but you know maybe you you're looking at like june july before all this shit is like wrapped up and it's like are you going to impeach the guy when he only has 3 months left in office or are you just going to let him be old and fucking do nothing that he's done the entire time and then just run someone else right so it certainly is starting to look like that. Gavin Newsom's plus 340 if you want to bet on him to win the Democratic nominee. (laughs) Is that on mybookie.com? Yep. Use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up over there to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks got to be offshore though you can't put on u.s politics in the u.s this is true did you see who uh, what the odds were for everyone else biden's minus 275 and then after that it gets like 10 to 1 i think it was like michelle obama oh it's to be the democratic nominee yeah democratic nominee not win yeah because yeah. i would imagine trump is probably the favorite right now hey to look um yeah, actually, they don't have to win the presidency up. Probably because we don't have official nominees yet. Yeah, you'd have to hang some weird numbers. And even still. Right, like, we don't have a Republican nominee yet either, right? Like right. We, we don't know. And... I know Trump is, is winning the polls, but like we've said before, like the RNC could turn around and be like, yeah, our nominee is DeSantis. And you'd have to, because of that, you'd have to bake in some better odds. So, like, 
if Trump, say it's Trump against Biden and Trump is, you know, plus 120 to win, to take it now, you'd have to go way higher than like four, five, six to one. These are made up numbers because you don't know if he'll actually get the nomination. Right, right. But there are people willing to gamble on that. And then they're all like the the sports book is going to be a little bit upside down if they offer it this early, right? Right. With legitimate number because you can't just like trot out DeSantis and Trump like minus three hundred, but for both of them, like you can't right. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know. I think this is the the beginning of the end for uh biden's candidacy in 2024 you know what would be fucking orgasmic if (laughs) fucking biden and trump like neither of them got the fucking nomination that would be fucking great yeah that would be that would be really nice i would i would like that because truthfully right at the end of the day let's just fucking close the book on this chapter holy shit i hate gavin newsom i think he's a massive piece of shit i think he ruined the state of california but if he were to win the presidency, whatever, dude. Like, how is he any different than any other politician prior to Trump? Right? Like, realistically, right? Because for years, all these politicians are slime balls, sleaze balls. They say one thing, do another, talk out of both sides of their mouths, right? Like, every fucking trope you can think of, that's what people have been saying about presidents and vice presidents and politicians in general forever until Donald Trump broke the system in 2016. It was, oh, that guy's a fucking slime ball. Bill Clinton. Like he was a fucking slime ball and a fucking creep. But he was the president for eight years. So like realistically, like am I gonna be am I gonna be pumped if Gavin Newsom wins? No. But like how is he any different than Bill Clinton? At the end of the day, right? Like they're both fucking smooth talking, like used car salesmen, basically. That's a great way to describe them. They're just real fucking sleazy, but they have so much charisma that they'll sell you a fucking lemon at an 8% interest rate and somehow get you to like sign a waiver to to bypass the lemon law. I mean, like that's just what they'll do. Yeah, and it also goes back... You know, there was always a thought like when we learned, when we learned like social studies in the government, whatever, everything's like, oh, checks and balances. Like, no one person can be too powerful. No one entity can just do things that they want to do. Right. Goes back to that shit, too. If you start to trot out shit that's too fucking crazy, nationwide is not going to go with it. California-wide's a different story. The place is fucking weird as fuck. Yeah. So, like, the shit that he was able to do in California, he's not going to be able to do across the country. Right. The South exists. There ain't (laughs) no South in California. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I'll say the South and the Midwest. Yeah. Like, you try to do too much crazy shit, it ain't going to happen. Right. Never mind, like, from 
Congress and whatnot, like there's your checks and balances. But like, dude, people like there's gonna be people that will never do what you want just because of who you are. Period. Done. Like, you're a Democrat. I will never vote with you. It's like, right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so you're dealing with that shit too. So it's like. Do I like what the guy did in California? Absolutely not. Do I think he fucking sucks? I do. Uh, he uh, did he get recalled? Yeah, he did. He got recalled in his own state, and now yeah. he's gonna be a presidential candidate. Like, yeah, doesn't seem very good, right? But I think almost anything that gets rid of this like Trump Biden shit seems pretty cool to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm 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 all set with these two fucking jabronis. But just won't die. Batman and the Joker. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. It's it's kind of what it is. It doesn't even matter which one is which because it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Cause they're both they both the same suck. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to fucking get it. Well, I think so. did did Nico say that on Twitter? I don't know. He might that have. Is, that's not an original thought by me. <laughs> Cause there was like a quote that like Biden's like, oh well, since Trump's gonna run, like of course I'm gonna run. Oh, that no, the quote was um someone asked Biden about Trump or something like that, and he said well, honestly, I'm not sure I would be running if Trump wasn't running. Yeah. And like, I think it was either Nikos or somebody else was like, this is literally Batman and Robin. Yeah. Or Batman and Joker. Batman and Joker. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they both, they need each other. <laughs> yeah. Ne neither one can survive without the other one. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, do you want to get into anything else before we wrap things up? Or do you want to start wrapping? You can probably wrap up. All right. Um, so everyone's favorite holiday tradition, the Feast of the Seven Fishes. So yeah. there is a movie on Netflix called The Feast of the Seven Fishes from 2018. Um, it's a holiday movie. It's fine. Like... If you're in the mood for a holiday movie and something like a little bit different because Santa doesn't come to town and save the day. Like it's not. Yeah. Like you mean Tim Allen's not in it? <laughs> like and then it's like it's not one of those. Like. Uh, what do they always make fun of in the Hallmark movies? It's like someone comes back for the holidays and they got this big hot shot. Like it's kind of yeah. like that, but not it's not as bad as like a Hallmark movie. Um, is it wicked? Ita is it the Italian version of uh, my big fat Greek wedding, but at Christmas time, where like everything is over the top Greek in that movie, and this would just be over the top Italian? So, I wouldn't say it's over the top, I would say it's appropriately stereotypical, right? So, it's like, yes, it fits all the stereotypes, but it it's not, it feels like a pretty accurate representation but it's odd because it's like some valley in fucking pennsylvania <laughs> so it's like not even new york new jersey yeah. which probably is a better thing yeah 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's again, it's like, I don't know how long it is, but like, it's, 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 it's fine. Like if you're in the mood for like a holiday, something or other, it's fine. But, you know, figure, you know, it's tradition. Let's just go through with this. We were talking about this at the gym with a couple of the kids. They were like, oh, the seven fishes. And they're like, oh, so gross, whatever. So I like brought it up to my mother and she still got like fucking horror stories because her grandmother used to do it. And to be fair, like the only time I've actually done like the seven fishes and I've never cooked it, it was not the traditional shit. So like you you see it in the movie, like the bacala, the salt cod, which I always make fun of. And I forget if they describe it or if someone else describes it this way, but it's like you're effectively taking a piece of lumber (laughs) and you have to like soak it in water for three days and like change the water and like call it food like that's the mo- that's the fucking weirdest part to me yeah um and they do allude to it in the movie a little bit like uh i was looking up a recipe for something and someone referred to it as peasant food i can't remember <laughs> oh uh uh brajol which i'm gonna get to something else on that uh they call it peasant food And like, that's what a lot of like Italian traditions are. And I know I made fun of like some of the people, like God forbid, like people like enhance a dish or something. So I'm like sitting, I obviously at Market Basket, I saw the fucking, the salt cod, but I'm like, (laughs) you know, they joke about it a little bit and I'm just like, there's no need to stick with the old traditions of the seven fishes. So. Here's how I would do it. My seven are oysters, shrimp, mussels, clams, scallops, cod, calamari. That's what I'm going with. And that's a solid seven. Yeah. And then it's like you don't actually have to eat any like really bad food in that sense. Right. Like you don't have to eat smelts. You don't have to change the water on the fucking bacala for three days. You don't have to eat anchovies. <laughs> whiting. I don't even know what whiting is. Yeah, beats me. Like, you don't have to do this stuff. And then never mind, it's like a lot of the stuff ends up just kind of getting fried because it's like not that good. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that either. Like, you can make... <laughs> actual dishes and you can fry some stuff because obviously like fried calamari is delicious right but yeah those would be my seven and I also want to uh, I want to thank my mother for fucking me on fucking brajol that is not how that's fucking pronounced is it not brajol no or it's not how it's supposed to be that's like fucking gabagool oh god it's Either I think so. I think how it should be pronounced is bracciole. Really? Yeah, like that C should not turn into a J. And that E at the end does fucking matter. Huh. But this is this is like so, but my mother never my entire life. Yeah. I've referred to it and I've only ever heard it called Brajol. Yeah. I don't know where that one got fucked up down the line, but like, because I have like such fucking, I, I like, I'm going to go out of my way now to fucking pronounce it differently. <laughs> no, because it's like the same thing as 
you know, oh, the Capicola, the Pursuit, yeah, mozzarella, yeah. like, yeah, there's fucking letters <laughs> that do exist in these things. And I don't know, again, it's either the Sicilians or the fucking New Yorks and New Jerseyans that fucked us all up. So I'm fucking pissed when I found that out. <laughs> and it like makes so much sense too, because it does. That's not because the way it's spelt, Bracciole. Right. That's what it should be. Right. Fuck. Damn. Bastards. I did not know that. Bastards. But the I thing actually... is now though, like <clears throat> if you cause it's a it's a, like a it is what everyone says. It's not like some people say Cabagol. And some people say Capicola, right? It's everyone says Brajol. So it's one of those where like, if you say Brajole. I'm doing it. People are going to be like, what the fuck is that? I'll die on that hill. <laughs> I'm doing it. Because also not that many people actually know what fucking Brajole is. So yeah, no, that's fair. It's fucking really good. Yeah. When done right. I've never made a good one. I don't know. Probably, probably requires more practice. My um, my cousin's husband makes a good one. Chole. I haven't seen that hard. But every time, I don't know. I, it, like, honestly, like, it, it doesn't seem that bad. I think every time I've made it, I've probably not done something correctly or. Yeah. Fucking try to do it my way or I don't know. Always comes out tough. Yeah. I don't know. He um he slow cooks it in marinara sauce. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to yeah. be. Like so what you're supposed to do is you take the beef. Now whether you get a roast and cut or you <laughs> get like the little steaks pounded out a little bit. Right. You roll it up, sear it, and then it cooks in the sauce for God knows how long. Right. But I don't know, every time I've made it it just Hasn't been very good. Hmm. Who knows? Someday. Yeah. Get Someday. back to it. Well, that's another maybe, thing, though. It's maybe like, Festivus. Who the fuck is going to eat all this shit? <laughs> like, for me to make, like, an actual... Like, to, for me to do it the way that it's, like, traditionally done, it's too much food. Yeah. Like, yeah. entirely too much food. Right. Right. We'll see. I'll probably make it next weekend now because I fucking spoke it into existence. <laughs> like, you know what? I really want Bracciole. <laughs> I like that pronunciation too. Yeah. Yeah, working on my Not for nothing, it, Italiano. It actually, it actually sounds fucking Italian too. Well, yeah, it does. It doesn't sound like fucking... Bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you have a fucking learning disability. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that's a good one uh that that would be a good way to finagle that into a title (laughs) you sound like you have a learning disability it's a lot of words but i think that just might be the title ties back to the brain chip earlier too yeah that's true that's true i think that that, there we go i think that's going to be the title of this one (laughs) Um, <laughs> so, uh, a good segue from earlier, actually about the, uh, the Batman thing, Batman and Robin or Bat- Jesus Christ. Now I did it. 
um, Batman and Joker. Um, I finally watched the Batman. With, oh, with uh, the Riddler in uh, Twilight. Yeah, Twilight guy. I can never remember his name. Uh, Robert Pattinson. <clears throat> so, yeah, Amy and I watched it. I don't know. Maybe it was like last week at this point. Um, and it was good. I would say it was good. Um, it definitely Ooh, fucking long. It definitely did not need to be three hours. No, not even close. Definitely did not need to be three hours. Um, <clears throat> but I liked it. It was it was fine. You know, it, it was it could have been a lot more concise, right? Like at, at one point at the end, like I thought it ended but it didn't end. <laughs> yeah, I think I yeah, so I'm I don't I don't remember <laughs> like a lot of it. So it came out what, 2 years ago? Something like that. I watched it a lot closer to when it came out. And so, I remember the Riddler being like the Riddler was good. Yes, the like, Riddler he was, was like good. a real like that like he was like an actual villain. Like He was he was good, yeah. But then I I thought yeah, cuz I thought I, I do remember that part. I remember, like, I thought the movie was over, and then it was still, what, 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that the three-hour thing, was it was way too long. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember, but I feel like it was like, I have I have this pet peeve with, like, a lot of movies. Like, the villain or the bad guy or the adversary or the opposite team, they're just, like, so unbeatable. No, no one can do anything. And then all of a sudden it's like flips the switch and it's like, oh yeah, no, no, the easy money now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be a little more of a struggle here for me. I felt like it, I, I do feel like it kind of flipped like that, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah Cause I, I mean, it, spoiler alert, I guess, but I mean, it's the movie came out, whatever, two or three years ago at this point, almost, I guess, suppose almost three, if we're getting going into 2024. Um, but yeah, it's like the whole movie, he's super careful, right? The Riddler and all this stuff and has all these things. And then towards the end, they catch him because he shoots uh, Carmine Falcone from a window across the street from like the club that they're in and they like chase him down and catch him at a fucking diner. But then they go up to like the window where he shot from and that's his apartment. That's where he's been the entire time is like across the street from this one, the one fucking the hangout where all the villains hang out. Right. Like he's just been, you mean he's just been living there the whole time. And then like you, you caught him at a diner. Because he shot someone out of a window, right? And like that's it, that's how he got caught. Yeah, and it, like I'm, I'm okay. Like again, I'm okay with a lot of that, but it was just like it seemed like he was so mysterious and so difficult to track. And then all of a sudden, it, yeah, it's like you just flip the switch, and it's like, nope, hey, nope, oh, got him. I'm like, right, what? <clears throat> so like they shoot Falcone, right? They 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 catch the Riddler, and you're like, oh, okay, all right, we're wrapping up here. It's it's probably over. And then they go into the apartment and they're looking through all the stuff, whatever. And then Batman goes to see the Riddler in the jail. <clears throat> and you're like, oh, this is it. This is like the final dialogue 
uh, you know, they're the whatever they're going to banter and then they're going to like flash forward and the movie's going to be end end. Right. And the Riddler's like, oh, you know, he says whatever he says. And then Batman's like, oh, no, it's not over yet. So then he goes back to the Riddler's apartment and like finds some shit that was like finds a, a, the last riddle right? like in his apartment. He solves the last riddle. And then he's like, and then you're, you're like, oh, OK, all right. Now now we're going to be done. Right. Because there's a um, there were like bombs or some shit that like blew up the seawalls. So like Gotham gets flooded and you're like, OK, Gotham's going to get flooded. You know, Batman will save the day, whatever people are doing, doing the thing. We're wrapping up here. We're, that's it. The cabs are here. But we're finishing. Nope, still not done. They like go to <clears throat> Madison Square Garden, right? The equivalent of Madison Square Garden. And like the new mayor wins and then the mayor gets shot by the Riddler's followers who are like in the rafters. And then Batman goes up and it's like he beats the shit out of all of them and Catwoman comes back and then... Gordon comes to save them and they all fight him. They get them all, whatever. And you're like, okay, they killed all the bad guys. Gotham's flooded, but like, no big deal. The movie's over. This is it, right? What what could be left? But then they do like the flash forward thing. And then they do a, um, a whole nother scene where the Riddler is in Arkham and he's in the fucking jail cell next to the Joker. And they introduce the Joker and they do this whole thing. And and then it's like, okay, now is it over? <laughs> like you just you just like dicked me along for 40 minutes thinking that the movie was over. But you just keep giving me more stuff. So yeah. Like I said, it was a I, I liked it. Um I can't say if I would watch it again because yeah, I, I don't not. know that I would spend three hours. It's too long. If it was two, even maybe two and a half. I would potentially watch it again. I wonder if someone somewhere. I don't even know what I would Google. If there's like someone who like came up with like where you can cut out time. Yeah. Where you can just skip and fast forward. Okay. Skip this or skip that. Yeah. Yeah. So late to the game, I know, but I finally watched it and uh, solid movie. If you haven't seen it and you have three hours to spare, I would recommend watching it. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Robert Pattinson being Batman, but he did fine. He was like a, he was like emo Batman. Yeah, I mean, again, it was supposed to be different, which I'm good with. Honestly, it's hard. But this, the movie itself, and I know we're so far removed at this point, but like, it's the same thing of, uh, you know, to use a sports analogy, it's like you have to follow like the Hall of Fame, you know, MVP guy, right? Like, I think football probably is the, the, the most. Um, accurate representation, right? Like you got to be the guy after Tom Brady, right? You got to be the guy after Aaron Rodgers. Someone eventually is going to be the guy after Pat Mahomes, right? Like this movie is the guy after the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Like that is the 
esto facto like the best batman series ever you know it's a pretty good indictment of what you just said it completely ignores that ben affleck was batman in movies because that's how forgettable they were well yeah he didn't have a standalone movie didn't he no he it was batman versus superman oh Okay. So it was what it was just Justice League movies? Yeah, it was just Justice League movies. Like Ben Affleck didn't have a standalone Batman movie. The Batman only came out last year. Oh, really? Sorry for the spoilers. (laughs) No, like 2022. They've had all of 2023 to watch it. Yeah. Well, I did give you a spoiler warning. So, um, Right, are you looking up Ben Affleck's thing? Yeah, he started Batman vs. Superman. Film. The Flash? Did The Flash come out? Is that a real movie? What the fuck is that? Yeah, haven't you ever seen Ted? <laughs> and Ted 2? Um... Yeah, so he played Batman in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Justice League, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is the director cut, which was like four hours, and The Flash, like you said. That's it. He's never had his own standalone movie as batman so that's kind of why i didn't count him but i mean if you want to either way it was very forgettable he's cam newton (laughs) ben affleck was cam newton after tom brady it was like one very forgettable year and then now we got mac jones great yeah Great. Good. That's, that's <laughs> it was his that's, first movie, right? Good. Pattinson's first movie was good. Mac Jones's rookie year was good, which means the next one's going to suck because if they do make a next one and they do bring the Joker into it, um, it's not going to be good. I can almost guarantee you it's not going to be good because every single person that watches it is going to compare it to the Dark Knight and say what you want about superhero movies. I think objectively. The Dark Knight is a top, at least a top 15, if not a top 10 movie of all time in general. And that's, that's a lot. There's been a lot of fucking movies out there, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to fight you on that because truthfully, it's, I, I, I agree. The movie's quite good. And I just, I don't, I'm not bothering to come up with a top 10, but. Because like the dark, like the Dark Knight, that movie's like objectively, it's very good. Yes. Subjectively, wherever you want to rank it, it's wherever you want to rank it. Right. But so, <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, Flash. Where's the Flash? Is that going to be on HBO? Should I watch this? What's the runtime? Answer all my questions. <laughs> Give me answers. One forty-four. Well, that's short. What two? Oh, Oh, one hundred and forty-four minutes. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said one forty-four, I thought you meant like an hour and forty-four minutes. 
But I was like, wow, it's not even two hours. <laughs> it's on max. I don't know. We'll that see. was like um, Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. Yeah, it was short. It wasn't. I think it was like maybe two hours, not even. I think it might have been just under two hours. Because I remember after I watched that, my my first takeaway was could have used some more time. I wish it was longer. <laughs> like I wish there was a little bit more like sustenance there. <laughs> kind of really skipped around a lot. So, well, on that note, uh, that's gonna do it for us kids. So. Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the button up top. Uh, hit the thumbs up button down below. Uh, if you're an audio only guy, you can subscribe as well, wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're on. Uh, if you use Apple or Spotify, uh, you can leave us a review and five stars. So go do that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, tell everybody you know about the show. Help spread the word. Uh, shout out to uh, the homies in Iowa. Like we've, we've had some, a bunch of downloads in Iowa that are new. Uh, I forget where else I'm blanking. Sorry. Oregon. Maybe I think it was Iowa and Oregon, something like that. Um, but yeah, keep telling everybody, you know, about the show. It's great. It's great. Um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. We're on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks Facebook page, sarcasm speaks website, sarcasmspeaks.com. You guessed it. Uh, you can go to the merch store, buy some of our merch, which is on the Instagram page. The link is on the Instagram page um, in that little link bio thingy. You can go to, you can find the merch store. Um, and then while you're at it, you can support all the sponsors uh, in the show notes below. Uh, we give you who they are and the promo codes to use. So go do that. Thank you. And good night, everybody. <laughs>